Oh, it's recording already. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize you had started it already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, Whoa. Shoshana. Hey, what's up? Uh, you know. Welcome just... to Pop Culture Parsha, buddy. Where we irreverently discuss reverent texts. Nice. Good job. Thank you so much. Um, what's up, little burps? Hey, little burps. Hey. We got exactly one person who said they didn't like the little last burps. person who li- the only remaining p- listener of this podcast <laughs> will you you're the only person who still listens hey and jordy he, and, and jordy doesn't like it when we call him a little burp but you know what so hey little Too burps bad. and jordy what's new what's up um you know it's finals week it is and yet we still found time to do this barely wow my mush we squeezed it in yeah um I stayed up until midnight last night watching oh. the end of our movie. Nice. It was it's such a good movie. Yeah. Okay. It's great. Let's do let's do our pop culture moments. Okay. We just we don't have any time to mess around yeah, we today. Don't. And we, we can't gotta get, get right. anything wrong because there's no time to edit. Yeah. You know, you have to edit out me turning off the fans. Yeah. Um, okay. My pop culture moment is from the Film Independent Spirit Awards from a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. um, where Aubrey Plaza was the host. And she um, got the, like the, was it the, like a gay choir? They're called the Gay Man, gay Men's um, Choir mm. um, to perform a song about like all of the gayest things in film that aren't necessarily gay. Like the idea that like certain things become gay culture, right? Have you seen this? I'm Your sorry. is confused. No, no, no. I'm confused because hasn't this already been your pop culture moment? Has it? The Laura Dern song? I don't know. Okay, keep going. Anyway, and then um, in the song, it ends up just being about Laura Dern. Nice. And I feel, I'm first of all, wearing a t-shirt that says Laura Dern on it today. I was going to mention that. Yeah. I just feel like Laura Dern is one of those few things that truly, like, bridges gay men culture and, like, lesbian culture. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that shaking hand meme of, like, gay men and lesbians at either hand and then the shaking is, like, Laura Dern in the middle. Yeah. Like, there's a couple of others here and there, but I think, like, that's one of the predominant ones. That's pluralism. That's genuine pluralism. In the yeah. Mamush. community. Mamush, mamush. Okay, what's yours? I encourage everyone to listen to the song. It's a good song. Um, my pop culture moment... It's going to build off if you've been following us on Instagram this week. The Kardashian pasta crisis. So this has definitely been your pop culture moment because we've talked about the carousel of photos of them hiding the bad pasta before. I just like, here's the thing. The Kardashians exist to produce high quality content for us. This right? Is true. I mean, Courtney's wedding. Courtney just got married. Yeah. Fabulous. So much content. Just they're really doing the outfits. Like, I just can't imagine what packing for this trip was like because, like, the number of, like, outfits and accessories and everything that they have is, yeah. like, Chloe has had two different headpieces. It's just quite a time. And so really appreciate all of that. But they're in Italy, and then Kylie posts this photo of just, like, red pasta on a plate. It looks like she made herself pasta at home with, like, a jar of, like, dolmio yeah. sauce and penne pasta. And it's, like, literally she boiled a pot of pasta and then, like, threw a red sauce on it. Yes. It does not look like, like, I want there to be some fresh basil leaves. I want there to be a pile of Parmesan. It's also, like, it's not even, it's, it's one, it looks boring, but two, like, 
you go to Italy and you order pasta with red sauce. Like, shut the frick frick up. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> shut the frick frick. I don't know where the second frick came from. Um, but I'm just like, you're in like the land of like, get a nice gnocchi. Get yeah, ravioli. Ravi- oh, that's what I was going to say. Ravioli. Get like, was the one where they stuff it like cannoli or something? No, that's, no, that's a different type of dessert. Like a shell? You're talking you know about a shell? shell? Like they do like the... Oh, tortellini? Tortellini, yeah. No, yeah. those are round. You just did like a... No, like the tube. It's a tube. I can't... Tube pasta stuffed with things. Get a lasagna. A lasagna? No, not a lasagna. What? I'm sure lasagna is delicious in Italy. Okay, like something that's not pasta, you know? Um, There's something that's not just penne cannelloni. pasta. Cannelloni. Cannelloni, interesting. That's what I was thinking of. The tubes and then they stuff the tubes and bake it. It's almost cannoli. It, yeah, it's similar. Anyway, I see why you are confused. I'm just like, get a fancy pasta that isn't like the kids' menu. Right. You know, I um, just want to revisit the photo that started my obsession with the Kardashian pasta photos, which was Courtney posting. I think we determined that it was because it was all red things. Like yeah. it was that was the theme, but it was red pasta and then French fries and yeah. a half an avocado. Yeah, you could not handle that. Your brain exploded. I just, what kind of a meal is that? Like what, they were at like a fancy restaurant and that's what you ordered? Yeah. But it's also like, sorry, is it is it that it's a fancy restaurant and like they're ordering off the menu or like these are people who are just like very specific eating habits. And so they went to a fancy restaurant and she was like, I need French fries with my pasta. And they were like, okay, billionaire Kylie. Right, for sure. I'm, this was Courtney. That was Courtney's oh, so pasta photo. Please keep them straight. I'm so sorry. Kai, but like, I could get on board with that. I could understand that. But then don't post pictures of your food, Which right? Like, if it's just red it. pasta with red sauce, like, I don't need to see it. I've seen it before. Like, I get it. Maybe you don't eat dairy, but then why are you? What's the point? What is the point? Pasta, I will die on this hill. Pasta is a vehicle for as much Parmesan cheese as you can put on it. There wasn't a speck of parm on that photo either. And it's offensive to me. (laughs) I I just... It's a hate crime unto you. Yes. Italian Val. Thank you. (laughs) Italian Val. (laughs) Italian Val. Um, okay, let's move on because I'm just going to work myself up into a tizzy. You're like, like you haven't done that yet? Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, what, what's this week's part? Oh, okay. Sorry. This week's Parsha is Bukhukotai. And Parsha. are you going to give us the Parsha in a nutshell? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. For these like Parshiot where like not a lot happens, I've moved on from the nutshell. And onto Aliyah summary. Otherwise, it's like just like three sentences, and I can't accurately summarize the parsha through that. Yeah. Um, so we'll try anyway from the Aliyah. Here's parsha in a in a slightly larger nutshell. <laughs> um, God tells us that if we study Torah and observe the mitzvot, that um, we get incredible blessings, including bountiful food. Hi, Meryl. It's always fucking Meryl. Peace <laughs> off, Meryl. We you love know, you. She's a little burp. You don't even listen to this. Okay. Second Aliyah, um, what, mm. keep tapping. Oh, it's Claire. We like Now it's Claire. Claire. Claire can stay. Yeah. Hi, cuties. Yeah, Meryl did say this is the last time that she'll get to walk by. Oh, I see. Us. Yeah, because like we'll, we'll probably record in the building the next also couple of weeks. I record in my apartment, and she lives in my apartment. Yeah. Like a scourge or a mold. She lives She lives in your apartment, like a mold. Look, I'm on the, I'm on the lease. Little her. mold. 
Lil Mold. Yeah, we got my, our little burps and then. And Jordy and Lil Mold. And Lil Mold. Um, then there's more blessings that Hashem gives us <laughs> that will have peace in the land and no wild animals and military success. And then what happens, even more blessings, an overabundance of crops and Hashem's presence in our midst. And then um, there's. In, also- in our what? Mid, 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 midst and then um, a bunch of punishments for the Jews if we reject Hashem's mitzvot and so that's things like disease and famine and people occupying our land um, and desolation of the I land just, specifically oh. if we don't observe Shemitah um, and all of that stuff yes what were you going to say nothing I was going to say something inappropriate about um, occupying land but yeah I knew you were going to we're just going to move right on. Right on. Um, and then in the next part, it talks about like um, pledging things to the temple and like different types of tithing. Um, and it gets really specific, so I'm not going to go into that. Um, and then it talks about um, like land reverting back to original owners in Schmitz in um, Yovel years, in the Jubilee years, and about um, how to tithe livestock. Um, and then that's about it. It just continue, keeps talking about tithing. And then we finished another book of Torah and that's three of five okay so the movie that we watched you know it you love it it's a decom our second decom I think so Disney Channel original movie high school musical two 2007 high school musical I will stand by that okay you can make that claim I do you can prove that to the listeners okay High School Musical 2 is a 2007 American musical television film. Woo-hoo. Why does it say American in here? Like as if all of the America. other things we haven't done, we've done. Anyway, written by Peter Bosiccioni. Barsiccioni. Okay, Talavel. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> and directed by Kenny Ortega. Oh, Kenny Ortega. What a man. Uh, it's the 70th disney channel original movie sequel to the high school musical from 2006 which was i think like a surprise phenomenon a smash hit smash hit as they say um i I don't know if you're gonna get to this in like the opening wikipedia paragraph but i I don't know if this one or high school musical were like at the time like the biggest premiere movies in decom history yeah um and like i remember how like i was alive in 2006 and 7 People went bloody feral over these things. It was insane. People were really obsessed with these movies. Yeah, it broke a plethora of viewership records as it became the most commercially successful decom ever produced. There you go. Um, Okay, stars Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale, Lucas Grabeel, Corbin Blue, Monique Coleman. Yeah. Um, The plot is that Troy Bolton and Gabriela Montez and the Wildcats find summer jobs at a country club, but tensions rise when Sharpay Evans recruits Bolton for a talent show performance. Well, it really just is the best. Do you want to say more about that now? Do you want to, like, should we get into our comparisons right away? Well, I will say that, like, you can't talk about the first two being, like, the most successful decoms in history without also saying that, like, I'm pretty sure High School Musical 3 senior year was, like, one of the only, like, from decom to, like, theater screens that's mm. ever happened. And I think that's monumental. To go from decom to, like, this is a theatrical release. Right. Amazing. And it's not just, and I'll keep going. It's not just, like, like just about this, the series as a whole. Like, they have the original movies. 
And then like on the Disney Channel, like every week you'd have like the sing along version or the dance along version where like the like the cast members would teach you the different dances. Yes. And so it was like three times the length because you'd learn all these dances. Oh, I remember specifically having a sleepover for the dance along version so that we could like learn the dances. I remember all of my friends would just dance, and this is why I remember it. To um, all to, we're all in this together, and then all for one. Everyone knew those dances. Yeah. All in this together. Like okay. We, and then we can't I can this. and then as they were doing the all for one dance, like I in my head can do all of those moves still. Like I know the steps. Yeah. Oh yeah. I burned that in the hoe down throwdown. I will like the muscle memory for those. Oh my god. Shoshana, we'll get a Patreon and Shoshana <laughs> will do those dances and we'll release and I it. Have to practice. If we break I don't know how many followers do we have on Instagram right now. If we break a thousand followers, we're on like over six hundred and thirty. Oh, we can totally get there, and then you'll get to see Shoshana do the hoe down throwdown, which I would pay money for. Yeah, it's wrong movie. Um, oh. ugh, but it's the best. You brought it up. I well, did. Don't tell me it's the wrong no, movie. No, I'm saying we're all in this together. Um, okay. I also just think that this is the best. I will say it again: the best High School Musical there is out of the three of them. The best I one. have to watch the third one again. I just think the first one is such like the first one is classic. This one is just so campy in a way. Like I guess one? I'll have to go back to watch the first one again. But the first one just isn't this camp. Ugh, I love the camp though. It once you accept that about it. I also just think like the songs are better. Like it has the mm. best songs. The first one has iconic songs, but this one has iconic and good like capital G good songs. Yeah gotta go my own way every day you are the music in me and also the reprise which is equally as good um then you've got like i don't dance which is really fun that one's really good what time is it summertime is super fun huma huma noka noka apua'a um, that which, one's wild which was cut from the original version but they showed in the disney plus one which i found very interesting oh interesting yeah um also bet on it i did not realize that that is from this like i feel like that song has always stuck on my head yeah i think like once a week a piece of modern like cinematic excellence i think it is so funny yeah oh my god yeah him like the whole like literally and like imagine i like to imagine like the people who want to use the golf course and are waiting for him to be finished and are just like watching this kid like prance around a field it's so funny it's amazing and he's orange he's so tan i love that it. spray tan okay. that takes me to one of my things that i want to talk about this movie which is that it's set in the same calendar school year as the first high school musical yeah and that just like throws me off because it's obviously made like a year apart two right. years apart and um and everyone's changed so much right mm-hmm. not just like they in the first movie they're like mama they're babies yeah. and this one like you can tell they're older and they all have different haircuts and it's like i understand if one person has like a new haircut and you do and like sort of goes through this you know fashion type ev- evolution but for all it's of them to do that every single okay. one of them except also, chad who is the exact same person in all three movies yeah I can't get over Ashley Tisdale's hair is just like, it can't be real. Like, she has so much blonde hair. She's Jewish. Oh, I don't know that I knew that. She's Jewish and her natu- she has naturally brown hair and naturally curly hair. Wow. Like, very Jewish. Like, old photos of her look like she's like epitome of like Jewish. Like, she's like Alana Glazer. Yeah. Like, whoa, That's crazy. But it's like her when she's a kid because like she started acting so yeah. young. Yeah. Um, okay, I just want to say, like, from a meta perspective, watching this movie for me, it 
and this goes for last week as well I think like to me this is like the epitome of pop culture Parsha of like moments in pop culture history that were so defining like yes the simple life is one of those and then high school musical equally as defining well I also think what's so interesting especially for bringing up last week is that like to see the influence that all of these cultures have together right, right. that so Sharpay like, the, has a little tiny dog like the Paris Hiltonification of like villains in teen movies yeah is Sharpay Evans. And it's yeah. like slightly distinct from the Regina George-esque right. mean, rich mean girl in that she is just like Paris Hilton, right? Like, right. It's funny because I can imagine Troy as like a real person you go to high school with. I can imagine Gabriella as a real person. Like all of them seem very real until you get to Ashley Tisdale's character. Like Sharpay is just like such a caricature. It's like, so it's insane so that you can't imagine like what that person is actually like. I love it. I'm sending you all of these photos. Although, of do Ashley you think Tisdale with brown curly hair, where she looks like Whoa. a Jew? This is Erisher of our culture. Literally. That she had to change her hair to um, get famous. Wow. Yeah, it I works for her. It really does. But she like looks more Jewish with it, right? For like, sure. Um, and her features haven't changed that much. It's just the hair no. does so much. Um, also, I want to say that yes. there is a parallel between Sharpay and oh Glee, obviously. Oh yeah, Rachel and yeah, Glee, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah, and like so, I think that's like the like diva persona. Like, I just feel like you can draw like a direct 100%. line between the two of them. Um, I also think, which is super fun, interesting. Before again, we get into the analysis, um, how dated movies feel. Because of like the things like the flip phones and things like yeah. when he's like we're gonna spend the summer going to movies and downloading music and I'm like no one downloads music anymore. Yeah. He says, um, "What's the quote that made me laugh really loud?" Um, he goes, "That's off the hook." Felt very dated. But here's the thing: up until like I'd say this year and last year, the clothing made it feel really dated. Mm. But because fashion is sick, like circular, right? Yeah. And cyclical. We've ended back up at like 2007, 2008 fashion almost. And so yeah. a lot of the things I was seeing, I'm like, this would be like a get ready with me on TikTok. Like, totally. this is not. Well, right. That's like, like Sharpay's outfits, especially with the way that people like layer clothes yeah. is like, like the one that she wears for when they first sing, um, you're the music in me. Yeah. Um, when Troy and Sharpay sing it together and she has that like tutu na, na, coming na, na. out of the back of her dress na, or her na, skirt. Na. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just, yeah, it really feels. And also the like shimmery fabric and those little like tops like she wears in that song, like the little halter top that then just has like a string that ties up behind yeah. her back and the it's, dress she wears at the end, the silver dress um, for the actual talent show. Oh, and oh. <laughs> I had such a visceral reaction to in that last talent show scene, you know, her like three backup dancer friends, the dresses that they were wearing. It's like that was such a classic like bat mitzvah dress yeah. to wear. Like, oh, my God, that it's like that one of those scrunched up dresses with the little halter, the shiny fabric. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's bloody. It's so weird. My it's favorite. Weird that that's the thing that doesn't date it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like the hats. Yeah. All of those things are like back in. Um, my favorite outfit of Sharpay's was when they're playing golf and she's wearing like the green and pink striped yeah, sparkly yeah. dress and the giant sunglasses. Also, big sunglasses are back in. Everything's back, man. It's wild. 
What um, we live in. Okay. I have so much more to say, but I think we should get into the comparisons and yeah, see if the other stuff just sort of comes yeah. up. Um, okay. So the, the main thing that drew us to choosing this movie um, is the idea of like Schmidt is about the land and resting the land. Um, and then the importance of like resting in the summertime and like summer as a time to recharge in the school year. Yeah. And, and then like the lessons, like I'm going to collect it like to the next bit as well um, of like, specifically in this parsha it says if you don't listen to god and like observe the laws of schmitzer then like the land will become desolate and i think that that ties in of like what happens when you work through the summer and this time that is supposed to be relaxation and hanging out with friends turns to work and work is the thing that comes between you that's like the ikar of the whole movie yeah um and then i also throw in the idea of like at the beginning they don't pay attention to mrs miss dub is talking about her summer and mm. like that she's sort of the god in this scenario oh interesting i'm very comfortable making that comparison yeah she is a god of well sorts. and i want to connect it back to to just like the beginning of the um the beginning of the parsha starts im like if you follow my statutes yeah. or if you it's im or something yeah um like if you walk in my ways but it's really interesting to start it with if and we right. this is from uh Reb Mimi Feigelson was teaching at Pardes um a couple weeks ago and it's just like so fascinating to like start a conversation with like if you're doing these things but it's like wait weren't these things required like what do you mean yeah. if um but uh Ramimi brought this in of like you have to want to be in relationship with Hashem and Hashem wants to be in relationship with us and so that um communication between the two like Hashem has like the same concerns about us that like we were like is Hashem really listening to me is like God really present in my life and then God is also doing like if you do these things that I want you to do then this will happen um and I feel like the both the themes of like relationship and like building like that quality relationship exists between like Troy and Gabrielle but also Troy and his friends on the wildcats um and then also this idea of like if you follow my laws tracks on to like the boss keeps like changing rules right. on them yeah. and so yeah I thought that was also interesting that's a good one I like that one um and thank then you, you so also much. connected huh I said thank you so much and then you connected like the desolation of land also to like the desolation of their friendships right um and like the breakdown of that over the summer right it's like again if you're like putting your energy into a different relationship like Troy is like putting energy into his relationship with these people who are on the board of the University of Albuquerque like where he wants to go to school like all these things but then the flip side is that if he doesn't put his energy into those relationships is he destroying his future continuing on the Schmitz theme we got a few more um mostly that like schmitter is obviously this time of no work and therefore you have time for other things um and uh, the high school musical like you know that when you don't work you have time for creativity yeah time for singing right if troy just puts aside basketball for a bit he can focus on practicing for a talent show or okay. auditioning for the school musical also excuse me a little burp a little burps um also, the idea that Troy so often just, like, walks into a song and can sing it perfectly. Oh, my God. When Kelsey's like, I'll teach you the song right now. And I'm like, you have to be on stage five minutes ago. Like, yeah. you're running late. You don't have time. Just read the lyrics. It's fine. Oh, my God. Insane. Um, also, when he's singing the song with Sharpay, the You're the Music in Me. Yeah. Um, 
he just like looks like he doesn't know what his body is doing like yes. he's like looks c- so confused like how am I singing these words like how do I know this dance like he just like looks like he's been taken over and then also when they're singing like the original version of you are the music in me again amazing song yeah um but like the, this is the first time they've ever sung the song together and they're harmonizing and they're harmonizing and they haven't looked at the sheet music like they barely look at the words and they just know them in like in like wow they're amazing performance like, right they can just do anything. They can memorize words at the drop of a hat. It's just so funny. Yeah, it's one of the really campy aspects of like... Also, the fact that he ends up going to Juilliard... No, he doesn't go to Juilliard. He goes in the third movie. Oh, really? That's funny. I Colleges. might not have seen the third movie. They choose. Um, I think Ryan and Kelsey go to Juilliard, maybe. Well, that makes sense. One of them goes to Juilliard. Two of them go to Juilliard. Maybe... Okay, Kelsey and Ryan go to Juilliard because they get scholarships. Oh, Troy goes to um, US, like University of California, Berkeley. Ooh, so he can pl- So he can play basketball and perform in theater. Nice. Um, but it's just so funny. Taylor goes to Yale. These are all very important. Sharpay and Chad both go to University of Albuquerque. Um, and Gabriella got into Stanford. All right. But that's a different movie that we can watch another time. Yeah. Um, okay, our next Schmita comparison is, like, the idea of, like, who owns what wealth disparity land reverting back to its original owners is, like, meant to kind of, like, uh, fix or account for an economic system where people, right. like, don't always have the resources or privileges. And you've also got, like, um, like debt forgiveness in yeah. the Yovel laws. Sorry, the Yovel laws. Um, and just the idea of, like, if you have to rest the land for you, who does that really affect, right? Is the owner, like, the owner's stressed about it because his land's not working, but the workers have time off, but they're not necessarily getting paid. So it's, like, different people being affected in different ways. Yeah. Um, and then I like what you put here, that Troy essentially, like, switches classes in this movie. Yeah. But it's weird because you see him at his parents' home, and it's a nice it's house. A nice like, place. is he poor? Like, there's kind of, like, this idea think, that he's poor. It's not that he's poor. I think that it's, like... America, like very like middle middle class yeah. right and it's like college is expensive and if you right. want to like go to a school that has right. a good basketball team those are like the big schools to get into like you need scholarship right um i also think it's like okay it's also wild to be that university of albuquerque is like the thing yeah. they're dreaming of <laughs> like i think it's also like um in terms of like him switching classes right you like that's the entire like the, the premise of this film is that like kids shouldn't have to work to go to college right, right. like summer should be for summer like no one needs yeah. summer jobs and i think that like that's shmita baby yeah. <laughs> and sharpay and ryan who live in like completely different worlds and how quickly troy sort of like adapts into that world right. like when he sends back the hamburger oh, with yeah. chad and like is treating his friends like they're workers and like yeah. not that he's the same but then also within that like the different like complexities of like lower working class right because like they're all working in the kitchen but the second that troy gets a leg up to work and like teach golf yeah to kids like he's already a step above them and so it's like it's it's very nuanced stuff here in high school musical too totally yeah the sixth year is the prep for shmita and then you put like summer as the prep for the next year yeah, and almost, for the wildcats yeah because yeah. like the dad says it so many freaking times yeah. He's always like, it's so good that you guys are all working together as a team, Wildcats. Okay, here's my thing. Completely off that point. Um, I am so viscerally uncomfortable anytime Gabrielle calls Chad, I'm um, not Chad, Troy Wildcat. 
she's like you're a crazy wildcat and i'm like yeah. shut up like no one loves their school their high school this much like right. It's crazy to me. I also want him to respond when no. she says that, like so much. I'm like, no one, like it's like it's like a weird, like like. Uh, no, I don't like it. Stop calling. Like that's not a good like pet name no. for your love interest. No, no, no. Thank you. They're they're too obsessed with being wild cats. I will yeah, say sure. that it's so weird. Um, we also have the comparison of like they talk about wild beasts in this parsha, and we mm. got the wild cats and the wild beasts. What team? Wild cats. Wild cats. Sorry, go. I was a text message popped That's up. Fine. Um. Okay, and then the last point we have on our comparisons here, and then we can just spend a few minutes talking about this crazy movie, is that things revert back to their original owners, and I feel like that's the uh theme of gabriella's song gotta go my own way where she's like i have to like return back to myself yes that's true i also think that that's one of the best songs ever written in the history of man the fact that her mom picks her up oh my god in the van oh so funny it's really funny i also like they sing that song as though then never seeing each other again yeah. and like she's like i've got to go my own, i've got to leave this place and i'm like you go home at the end of every you don't yeah. live at the resort like at the right. country club like like what is happening it's so dramatic i love it though it's so funny um it's really funny a few things about this movie in general one i can't believe ryan wasn't allowed to be like out and gay on screen like i get yeah. why because it was like 2007 in the disney channel but like that boy is flaming right and his it's obvious that there's a tension with his dad too his dad trying is always like straighten your cap like you Um, know that and also i don't dance is one of the gayest pieces of any musical cinema well it's Um, also like weirdly like this like no homo vibe like but it's like so but then so homo (laughs) yeah it's it's, like like they're dancing with baseball bats like above their head and i'm like this is phallic and then at the The number of of cartwheels and flips and then at the end of the song they switch clothes chad and ryan i'm like you guys are wearing each other's clothes what does that mean corbin blue looks adorable in that little outfit though he's so cute um i will say just in general one of the funniest things about this movie because it was on Disney Channel is the cock blocking of it all. Yes. Like the amount of time it becomes like a game like drink every time Troy and Gabriella get interrupted before they can kiss. Yeah. And then they finally only kiss at the end of the right. movie. And it's in weird like blocked off shots. Like you see their lips touch but then it cuts away and right. they only get one like full and then yes. they like they go for it because like right. they're dating in real life and I'm like this is not for children. Oh my god. <laughs> well I yeah I think that's really funny. That's always like a thing that is a struggle in sequels where like at the end of the first movie like the couple gets together yeah but there's like this whole will they won't they play and Mm -hmm. it's like they're trying to create that same thing yeah yeah i yeah it's it's a lot which i think is funny when we watched when harry met sally that it's a different thing because like you already see them kiss on the lips there's like was this a thing in the 90s that people kissed on the lips when they were just friends like right like First at the New Year's party, and then before they hook up, when he's comforting her, he kisses her like as if that's that, like a normal thing. That's the one thing about when Harry met Sally that like throws me off. That it doesn't feel natural the way they kiss accidentally for the first time. Yeah, like, that I agree with. But that's again, we can maybe go- it's a '90s thing that we I just don't. don't know. First of all, it's 1989. Second of all, oh sorry, so sorry. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think, see what else. Um, okay, I have a couple things to say. I have so many more things to say, but you go. 
Um, okay. The bringing of the plate of meat into Troy's bedroom when his dad is oh, like, so what, funny. you don't have an appetite? Usually you're pulling this off the grill, like whatever. Yeah. And he, br- it is so much meat. And then he just brings it. <laughs> I was like, who brings, this is clearly an upstairs bedroom. <laughs> And he brought the meat from the grill all the way inside okay. up to no. There was a dining room. And he put the it in the dining side, room. And on the flip side, the mum, when she, in the beginning scenes, when she takes the basketball from Troy when they go to take the groceries inside, and oh, she yeah. throws it into her kitchen sink. I'm like, that's a dirty ball. <laughs> Like, you roll it away from the kitchen. You don't throw it into your fucking, like, stainless steel pristine sink. Like, what do you do? If I did that, if I put a basketball in the kitchen sink, oh. my mother would have whooped me. Yeah. I would have. And I'm like, what, woman? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. These, bizarre. It's bizarre so, blocking. Single, like, at least make him a single dad. You know what I mean? Like, we right. don't need the emotional weight of another parent in this movie. Like, she's never on screen except for that one time. Oh, well, and the end. And also, yeah, like, right, I guess they both get invited yeah. to, like, see the talent show. But, yeah, that's such a weird moment. And also, whatever, this is, like, the feminist part of me of, like, great, she comes in and, like, interrupts their fun. Yeah, like, that's exactly what it is. But yeah. I also think, like, we could read it as, like, a deeper take on the dad's, like, desire to live through his his son and be, like, part of the team in yeah. that way. Um, right, I, his dad is really, I mean, it is, like, progressive and that like there's a lot of emotional depth between him and his dad um speaking of emotional depth when troy apologizes to chad and he says brothers fight i went like (laughs) such a lovely like like i think that the movie does that super well right because it's not just like i can play basketball and sing and i'm not fruity it's also like hear a deep like relationships between boys like they have an entire song in the third movie called the boys are back yeah and it's like and they're brothers and it's so lovely they're besties yeah i will yeah troy is very like as much he like gets yanked around a lot by the different characters but he is very what's the right word like authentic and emotional of like like it's nice that it's that his motivation is like that he wants to do the right thing and he wants people to like, he wants to be nice and for people to like him. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've got some more points. He's genuine. That's the word I was looking for. Um, You go and then, okay. Last piece. But this is my last piece is just that this movie wanted to be a musical. Like everything about the like staging of the different scenes is like so ready to just like go straight onto a stage. Like the, um, like bet on it, honestly, bet you could see it, that. It, and then, um, what the one that they sing? What's on the baseball diamond? What's it called again? I don't dance. Oh, I don't dance. Of course. I know you can. There's With the baseball chance. bats, like yeah. everything about that, it's so Broadway. It also just felt very like, like specifically that scene felt very like um, the sharks and jets. So like. much, yes. <laughs> Um, okay, here's my points that we can run through very quickly. Yeah. Um, I think I'm like the piano in the pool during um, Fabulous, iconic. So absolutely funny. iconic. Also, the that entire is an song, of, song. The entire song of Fabulous is like that whole, what we're, like the wealth disparity we were talking about of like 
iced tea imported from England. Yeah. Um, oh my god, the turkey imported from, from Spain. It, and no, I'm just from like, Maine. Oh, from Maine. But okay, also bizarre. Why are they yes. turkey? Like lobster would make sense, <laughs> but Cause turkey because they had something else imported from Turkey. Right. I get the combination, yeah. but then that turkey looks so unappetizing yes. as like a poolside snack. Yeah, it's really funny. Okay, here's more. Um, horrible, horrible ADR in this movie. ADR being like when they take um they re-record lines in studios over the top when they have yes. bad audio. Oh, shocking, horrible, yeah. like consistently bad. Um, what else do I have to say? Troy Bolton um, single-handedly supports the baseball tee industry. It's all he wears. Yes. Um, he set a movement, like baseball tees are all Troy Bolton. Every time I see one, I think of him, especially with red sleeves. Um, Sharpay's like spy nickname with her brother is Golden Throat, and I think that's highly inappropriate, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Sharpay Evans would have been amazing on TikTok, but, like, people would have liked her in an iconic way. Like, gay men would have iconically loved her. Big on TikTok, yeah. but would have bought all of her Instagram followers. And I think that's a very big distinction to yes. make. Um, I've been thinking about this so much. So iconic when she, like, confronts Ryan, and then she goes, I need a beat. And then the guy starts drumming, and then she can march out. Hilarious. So <laughs> iconic. Good. I'm going so fast. I have so much to say. Um... Zac Efron played a dad in his latest movie and I think that's just so much on my heart because like he will always be Troy Bolton to me but that being said that being said um he shedded his high school musical and hairspray persona so convincingly and well that by the time he starred in um the greatest showman like 10 years later everyone was like wow that guy can sing and i'm like yeah we know that we watched him in four right. movies singing like yeah. ten, three and a half because his voice was like blended with someone else's in the first one that's but funny. it's like i think that's so interesting to me that he did such a good job of like i love him in hairspray completely leaving yeah. that like musical guy and like doing like semi-serious movies and then a few right. comedies um Sharpay never learns her lesson movie to movie. It's always the exact same lesson. And she has to learn it like literally three different times. I always also feel slightly bad for her. Yeah. Like that's her show. She didn't get to sing her number. She had to be backup. Um, I almost cried at the end of every day when they were like just holding hands in the circle, singing with friends. I was like, this is a beautiful and wonderful moment. Oh my God. (laughs) The fact that the background for that song is like a cloudy, like a blue sky with clouds was lovely the artistic choices are so but then also why are there two endings to this movie because um, then they have another musical number is. afterwards it, it's like that in everything what are you talking about in the first one it's breaking free and then we're all in this together right and in the third one it's um they have like they sing they have the graduation and then right after that they sing high school musical right but that's what i'm saying it's we- but it's like again like a very musical thing yes. to do it's like you that's the whole do point. a final song it's, it's like a, a whole musical cast i know but it's set like set in a high school but not every <laughs> musical has like a final number with everyone it's true um uh, what else okay fun fact that everyone knows but i'm going to say it's still miley cyrus being an extra in um in the last song in all for one um because she like they had a game on or not a game but like a thing you could vote for which disney star you wanted to guest star in the movie that's so funny and everyone's like oh my god they're gonna have like a prominent part everyone voted for miley she's in a one shot and you can see her dancing in the background for the rest of the song hilarious probably Um, she was like i don't want to be in this dumb movie um two more things i swear (laughs) second to last thing um at the end when you're watching all for one they jump in the pool 
and the lasting shot is just on Troy and, and Gabriella, and you can see Vanessa Hudgens struggling so hard to keep afloat in that pool for some reason. She's like swallowing water, and she yes. just looks like she's having the worst time, and I think it's the funniest frames to end on for a film. And last but not least, my biggest thought of this movie is like one of the themes of this movie is like knowing your true self and like losing yourself. And I'm like, it's been one summer. Summer is maybe two months long. Why does everyone keep saying they don't know themselves anymore? Like, Why have you lost yourselves in such a short amount of time? I don't understand. It's a lot of transformation. Like maybe they all have like identity crisis because they all went through like crazy like makeovers in the space of a year. But like, literally I wrote it down. Like, why does no one know who they are? Like, why is Troy like, I don't even know who I am anymore, dad. And Gabriel's like, got to go her own way. And like, just all of it, you know, that shit's crazy. Um, Valerie has grown bored of me and she's no, currently No, sorry. Texting. Yardena's like packing. It's We're fine. moving. And so she, I thought this suitcase had to be packed tonight. But it oh, did to you take Meryl's suitcase night. yesterday? Yeah, I did okay, take cool. it. Yeah, thanks for asking me now. <laughs> did not remind me. I walked out of the building. I was like, I, I have totally to get out of forgot. here. And I walked I out totally and I got forgot. halfway up the street and I'm listening to a voice note from Meryl about like dropping it off where her parents That's are staying. So and then funny. I was like, I forgot that suitcase and had to come back into this place. I'm so sorry. Anyway. Um, that's all this, that's all the time we have. I'm, I'm, thank you for letting me rant at you for the last like five to seven minutes of this podcast. I didn't feel that you were ranting in me. I just have so many thoughts about this movie. It is a wild ride. I would highly recommend you all watch it and enjoy it. Amazing costumes. It's great. I think, like, I, I, like, it's the best of the three movies. It's got the best soundtrack. Yeah. Um, it's true. Every the day, songs are really good. Every day is on several of my like legitimate playlists, right? Like the songs that I listen to on a regular. Like I it's said, like Maggie Rogers it. and Phoebe Bridgers, and like Every Day from High School Musical are my playlists at the moment. Yeah, it's fantastic. Bet on it. I I swear I sing that song constantly. Like I don't. It's so good. I did not know it was. I thought it was a real song. Like I, I it's obviously a real <laughs> song, but like I mean, like that I heard a real music artist and not a musical making. Okay. Here's what I'm really excited about is that next week it's we're into um Sefer Bamidbar already. <gasps> yeah. Um we're headed back to narrative. Like a lot of narrative happens again in Bamidbar. Oh, we can goodness. find like, we can stop being like esoterically like Schmitzer is like um the simple life and also high school music. Although I think that these two comparisons they really end up work. working very well. I will say one of the funniest comments we've ever gotten on Instagram is if you would allow me one second to just yeah. pull it up. Someone um Adam comments um adam who follows us and messages us all the time we love adam hi adam love you our best little burp our best little burp um says this was my bar mitzvah parasha um valiant effort at making the content interesting (laughs) 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 like i like the wording because it suggests that we didn't actually do that but it was an effort valiant effort yeah um wish you were there to help me write my Torah 30 years ago unfortunately i think it's just a dry parasha um, yeah. So thank you for acknowledging the effort, the valiant efforts we've been making. But I actually think you and Claire had some really interesting points to I make. I think Claire has fantastic points. Yeah, she should probably um, have this podcast and Claire not us. Should have just a podcast in general. She's a genius. Yeah. Um, Hi Claire, she, we, we love she, you. I don't know if like Valerie and I have been working on the Pride Student Journal for yeah. the second year in a row. Um, I don't know if you read Claire's Devar Torah that she wrote for that. Amazing, brilliant, like brilliant Torah. I mean, we. Hopefully we'll get to see her stage this play. She did a yeah. like read through of this play she's been writing. It's also incredible. Everything. Like, yeah, I think we're Claire stands on this. Podcast. We're totally Claire stands. Um, okay, 
I, I go to class soon. Okay, love you lunch. all, Bye, but Claire, most of all. Bye. Bye.